Welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And uh, today, we're going to run through Romans 6, 22 and 23. Just two verses. <clears throat> That's it. I try to do the whole Romans 6, and it's just, it's too much. I would, we, we would miss a lot. I feel like it wouldn't be, you know, sometimes when you try to do too much, you explain too little about the much. You know what I'm saying? If we do just a little bit, I feel like we can go in depth and get the much out of it. So that's the goal. That's the plan. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So um, I just want to go ahead and pray. And awesome God, I just thank you for this time that I have with these listeners. I thank you for your word um, that is true food, Lord, to our spirit, to our soul, Lord, that um, it is good for correction and reproof and training, Lord. And rebuking lord and i just pray that we receive it today lord and we take it in lord i pray that holy spirit that you breathe on it lord may it be life into our very mortal bodies lord and may it bring life to our spirits open our eyes to see what it is that you want to see and open our ears to hear what it is that you want to hear lord i ask that you um, guide us into the rest of this week and um, help us cover us with the supernatural covering that only you can provide i say things in your beautiful name in jesus name amen all right, Romans six twenty two, But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God. So let's stop there. Now that you become set free from sin. So by the blood, right? By Jesus, we are set free. Okay? So this is one thing that I wanted to talk about is freedom, right? You know, the Bible says, oh, you know, who the Son sets free is free indeed. Freedom, what, what is freedom, right? It means that you're not under control or in the power of another, able to act or be done as one wishes, not or no longer confined or imprisoned. So prior to Jesus setting us free, we were slaves to sin, right? That's what it talks about, you know, in Romans 6 as well. So that's prior to the knowledge, the revelation of Jesus, we are set free, okay? He came to your door. He came to your jail cell. He unlocked it. You're free to go, right? But now, that that's that's the thing, right? So now you are free. We could claim free, but really, we're either slave to sin or slave to God. So we can't be hot. We can't be, you know, lukewarm. We got to be, we're either hot or we're cold. That's the deal, right? We're either a slave to sin or we're a slave of God's. So... That's where it talks about next. Okay, you know, those who have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God. So it says become in there, right? It says, it doesn't say you're set free and now you're slaves of God. You have become. You have become. So so this is a choice that you make to become a slave of God, right? Um, verse 23, the wages of sin is death. Sin leads to death. Not just physical death, you know, and spiritual death in, you know, the eternal, but physical death like here on the earth. It, it leads to, you know, anxiety, depression, just brokenness, and just uh, sometimes it leads people to suicide. There are a lot of the effects of sin are so horrific to the person that does not know Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, and, and there are a lot of people that they'll hide it and, and on the inside they they will feel this this pain and this death that they may not portray on the outside. Um, so then it, uh, let's go back to verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God 
is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay, so this is a gift. This is free. It's for everybody to receive, but it's something that you have to receive. So it's like, it's out there, but it's something that we have to take, right? It's something that we have to understand. We have to comprehend. It's out here for everybody. You know, I, I, I'm sure everybody in the U.S. has heard of God. They've heard of Jesus. They've heard, they've heard of re- the redemption power. They've heard of all this stuff, yet they still resist. They still choose not to believe. They still use, choose to live in their freedom instead of living as a slave of God, right? This is a choice that they make. They choose to do that instead of um, follow him. But this gift, right? It's, it's a gift. What is a gift, right? It's, 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 it's free. And in your freedom, here it is. He has his hands out. He's holding it. Now, one thing is, is sometimes we have a lot of things already in our hand that the enemy has put there that we're holding on to, that we want to hold on to because they're tangible, right? And it makes it hard for us to let go to receive the gift that God has for us, right? Not only that, it says in Christ Jesus. So in Christ is eternal life. In his redemption over him freeing us and setting us free from being a slave to sin, right? So going back to, you know, being a slave to sin, a slave to God, there, there are a lot of people. Okay, so when you set free, you're a believer, right? You believe there are lots of believers, right? So after belief, what is the next step? It's, it's following, right? We are, we are supposed to follow. His, his mercy and his grace, you know, through Jesus, it sets the captives free, right? But then where do they go? Back to Egypt or into the promised land? There, there's two different choices, right? Right, the promised land, it's a promise. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the redemption that's on the other side. It's the in, eternal life. And then there's the journey to the promised land, okay? Or we can go back to Egypt and be slaves to Pharaoh, and continue to experience all the pain that that comes with, right? So Jesus, not, not only does he, he set us free, but he sets us free from the power of sin. You know, it's something that we have to come to revelation of and walk in. And he's given us power over sin, okay? We're going to go ahead and we're going to pull up a verse for that because I have it down. And uh, it's in Luke ten nineteen. If you want to turn your Bibles to Luke ten nineteen. I'm going there. Let's see. Luke 10, 19. All right. This is Jesus talking. You know, right after he says he saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. It's verse 19. It says, I have given you, you, you and me authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm you. He has given us... So So think of snakes and scorpions as the enemy, sin, anxiety, depression, lust, whatever you're dealing with, uh, sexual immorality, um, I don't know, uh, uh, being disobedient to parents, whatever the case is, right? He has given you authority. You know, greater is, is he that is in you than he who is in the world. You have, given, you have been given the Holy Spirit to overcome this through following his example through choosing to, to, to be a, a, a abide, right? We abide in the vine and we produce the fruits of the Spirit. As we abide in Him and we follow Him, the fruits of the Spirit, um, you know, flow out from us, right? So He has given you power and authority over, over sin, all of the enemy, right? It says, come, it says all of the power of the enemy, not just a little bit, 
right? All of it, all of it, every single piece. It, it's something that, like I said, going back to it, it's a revelation that we have to understand, that we have to come to comprehend. And I think that I feel like as we read the Bible, you you really understand. And it, it's we have to take the whole thing, right? You know, right before, I believe it is when they, they you know, um, when they're asked to put the blood over the door, right? And they're asked to, to take the lamb or the ram, I can't remember what it is, and, and, and eat all of it, right? It's just like the word, right? He has to eat. He asked him to eat all of it, and if not, you're supposed to burn it the next day. But he wants he what what I feel like is being portrayed in that scripture is saying that that we have to take all of the word in. We have to receive all of the lamb. We can't just pick and choose which parts and pieces that we want to eat. Right? It's all of it, and some of that stuff might taste bitter to our flesh. Right? Sin. That's that. That's what it is. Right? It's it's bitterness without without us receiving conviction in the word there is no there is no repentance there is no repentance with, without conviction and we as a body of Christ have to receive conviction better um so we're able to re- walk in repentance and turn from that if we are blind right it talks about you know in the bible about removing the thorn out of your eye etc and, and and all of that right it's it's we we have to we have to examine ourselves and and we have to help others as well in that right we have to we can't just pick and choose what pieces it, we we eat the whole thing eat the whole thing we consume the whole thing whether it's bitter or whether it tastes good we receive it he prunes us and and we we are on our walk and on our path to holiness which in turn leads to uh, eternal life of course that's the end result but the 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 process to the end end result is the the walk of, of consecration, of um, sanctification, right? Right. We have to let him be our good shepherd and follow him. He didn't say, you're free, you know, now go do what you want. He said, pick up your cross and follow me and follow me. This is, this is what we have to do. We don't go to church just because it's fun, because, you know, all our friends are there. We, we go to learn how to pick up our cross and follow him. That's like, if, if, if we're going to church because it's, there's a bunch of good people and we're there and we're, we're I mean, it's almost like our friends are an idol. That That's not the case. We should be going there to receive instruction and correction and an understanding of how to follow Jesus, right? Let's go to uh, Matthew 16, Matthew 16, 24. Matthew 16. 24, right? Okay, so then Jesus said to his disciples, that's what you want to be, right? That's what we want to be. That's the goal, right? We want to be a disciple. We want to we want to we want to follow him. We want to have discipline to follow him. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, okay? Deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. So, yes, he set us free. Now this is the next step that we take. We take up our cross, we receive conviction, we die to selfishness and we follow him and we we serve others. We love God and we love others. We put others, you know, above ourselves. We put God above ourselves. He becomes our God and we uh, uh, produce the fruit that he put in us to produce from the very beginning. That the, 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 his will for us is to love him and love others, right? Verse uh, 25, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. 
right? Life being, um, life being the, your cross, right? Right. That's where our picking it up and, um, you know, the selfishness, the self, the, the desires that we have for ourselves. when we lay those down, we lose that. That's basically the desire of the flesh is, I mean, think about all the things that people promote now in culture, right? Self-care, um, self-love, etc. right? That's what they're promoting out in culture, which is completely, you know, opposite to what it is that, you know, um, the Bible preaches. We're supposed to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters, right? His love was displayed on the cross, right? And, and that should absolutely compel us to desire to follow him, to love like him. And to do that, right, to, to love like him, to follow him, we have to know him. We have to know him. And, and going back to what I said earlier, the enemy, he, he puts all these things in our path. You know, social media, TV, entertainment, you know, all the stuff that Hollywood puts out. All of the... the, the all of the ideology and theology of the unbelievers that is pushed out there and then they're glorified by the world, right? And and they're thought of as cool, they're influencers, etc., right? Total uh, counter-biblical, counter right? And he's occupying our time with that stuff. And, 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 and some people, they idolize that and, and, and it replaces God. Right. Let's go to uh, Matthew six twenty two real quick. That's here close. Matthew, because we're still in Matthew, right? We were just in Matthew seventeen. All right. No, we were in Matthew sixteen. Come on, Lord, help me. Here we go. All right. Matthew 6, 22. So this is going to, I put this in here because this is going to what we focus on, right? Whether we're focusing on whatever we spend more time doing is what we're focusing on. What we think about all day long is what we're focusing on. If we're thinking about, you know, the gym all day long. Oh, I can't wait to hurry. We don't receive. If we're on Sunday, we're going to go to the gym after, after church. And the whole time we're at church, we're thinking about the gym. It's become an idol. It's become we're, we're missing out all that God has for us while we're at church and we're focused on what's going to happen after church, right? What you're focused on, right? This is <clears throat> talking about the eye, right? The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole, whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Going back to what we were talking about, a slave to sin, right? Who is When we're a slave to something, we're a slave to the master, right? Okay, no one can serve. So we're a servant of whatever that is, right? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Then it takes it and it puts it in something understandable for us because, you know, before that it's something, you know... Um, it's like a proverb, right? Or a, a, a psalm where it's, um, it's something that we have to, there's more, there's depth to it, right? When it says no one can serve two masters, we can look up what, what serve means. We can leave up, look up what master means. You know, you will hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other because the two don't exist um, 
you know, together, right? Right? We are we are we are apart from him from him or, or with him, right? We're with him or against him. And and that's that's but the the focus in this passage is is the eye is the lamp of the body. Where our focus is, what are what are we looking at? What are we beholding? Like when uh, when John the Baptist says, Behold the, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Behold, behold, this is something that we need to do every single day when we wake up is behold Jesus. As we behold Jesus and all that he did for us and who he was as a person, we understand that we are clothed in his righteousness and we are supposed to walk by his spirit that was released whenever he went up, whenever he ascended, right? It it beckons us and it calls us. It 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 makes us um you know, it, it compels us to desire to follow him and to walk out um, our faith, right? Um, but that's what I wanted to talk about. That was a bulk of, of what I wanted to talk about is, is basically we're free, right? Now we have to make the choice to follow him. It's it's up to you. It's up to me that we make the choice to, to follow him after, um, you know, we are set free. There, there's a revelation that comes when we accept and we receive Jesus Christ, but there there is a second step to that, and I feel like that's not talked about enough. Um, that we're we're mainly, you know, I, I've watched a lot of churches and etc. Um, online because I've, you know, whenever I've been hungry, right? I've been hungry over the past you know a couple of years or so for t- to learn more, and um, just seeing you know, what's out there, I just feel like, like we're always talking about blessing and not the transformation that comes from the cross. And I feel like that's where the gospel is, right? And, and going back to what I said earlier, without conviction, there is no repentance, true rep- repentance. We can repent, you know, the bat of the, of the past and all that and, and stuff and whatnot, but God wants to fully set us free, full freedom in him. And I feel like that's what this world and this next generation really needs. So we're going to go ahead and pray for the next generation because that's really what's on the heart of, you know, a lot of people from what I've seen. And um, it's on my heart, right? I want, I want to leave this world knowing that there are people out there pushing back against the darkness and we're not just confined within the church and or, or people are just warming a seed and they're not really receiving transformation um then we're 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 free but we're we're like i said earlier we're just going out and doing whatever it is that um we want to do and we're not including god in in, in anything um at all whatsoever and i feel like when you include him you know like i i forgot that there's a there's something like a saying out there you know i mean when you leave everything in God's hands, you'll see his hand in everything. And I feel like that's 100% true. Um, but I feel like it takes, um, you know, revelation of that to, I have an understanding of that. But I'm telling you now that, that it is, it's the truth. Not only that, like, it's just, it's it's better just to, to follow. You know, you'll be, you'll be blessed. Blessing comes from loving others and being representing first Corinthians 13, four through eight, whenever it talks about what love is and, and being, being that and striving our hardest to be that, um, you know, of course, never, not everyone's going to be perfect, but I feel like we can still live free from sin completely. And we can 
be in pursuit of of holiness and um, stay on that path. So we're going to go ahead and pray and then that'll be it for this episode. But awesome, God, I just thank you for this time that we've had together. Lord, I pray that you bring about revelation, Lord, that chains are being broken in Jesus' name, that there is an understanding of the redemption power of the cross of the blood of Jesus, that it covers and it makes you brand new, that you no longer have to live as a slave to your past, as a slave to sin. You can walk in freedom. You can walk in righteousness, um, being clothed in the armor of God and using the double-edged sword, the word of God, as your weapon. Uh, We fight with uh, the verses just like Jesus did um, when he was tempted in the wilderness, right? We say, it is written, It is written, I am more than a conqueror. We are more than conquerors. It is written, I am loved by the King of Kings. It it, it is written, you know, all of the verses. And as we study these verses, I pray that um, that they are etched on our hearts, Lord, and they burst out of our uh, flesh through the power of our spirit. I pray for spiritual power being released, um, an understanding of the power and authority that Jesus gives us. And I just pray that over this next generation. I pray that over whoever is listening, that they receive power today by your spirit, that they are baptized in the spirit today, and that they have an understanding of, of a continuous walk that is in their future. In Jesus' name, amen.